I can't hear that. You couldn't hear me whistling the tune? I didn't. I didn't. I was trying to whistle for my my stupid horse. And it was too far away, I guess. Hello, survivors, and welcome to another episode of Let's Die Revenant, the His versus Hers Guide to Surviving Impossible Things. And this week, we are surviving the Hyrulean Apocalypse. I get higher than a ruler all the time. Uh, <laughs> like, so 1-2, all the way to eleven twelve, baby, we're kicking it solid foot, nonstop. <laughs> nom nom noms. That one's Brett, and I'm Cody. I'm, I'm I'm Cody, and that one's Brett. <laughs> we are here today to talk about Zelda, because wouldn't you know it, uh, Zelda Tears of the Kingdom came out very recently. Um, I actually what? don't have that. No, 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 no. We can't do Zelda Tears of the Kingdom. We're a movie podcast now. That's all we've been doing lately. So we only nope. do movies. So nope. Evil Dead, uh, Dogs Barking in the Background. The, the the musical the film oh i don't hear that um, so you're oh you can't hear that okay well there's no. clearly like a full-on production of cats only if cats were dogs uh puckered asterisks buttholes and all and uh yeah only movies what's the other movie we did oh yeah guardians of the galaxy volume three most recently going back it look we have only done it's a real time so far we did house of the dragon we did groundhog's mm -hmm. day we did well, it's an easily relatable thing to a podcast, right? Like, people can see the movie and then they can hear us talk about it, right? It's it's a little more difficult when it's, like, a, a little more niche when it's, like, a comic book or uh, even more niche when it's, like, a video game. Not in this case, but um, by and large, you know, movies are a pretty... E what, what's the word I'm looking for? They're, low, they're pretty... They're, they're low-hanging low fruit, fruit with a hook <laughs> in them. And we just yeah. reel you in like a the big fish you are, dear listener. Yeah. But uh, no, we we've covered video games before. We've done Mass Effect, huh? Huh? Does that do you like that? Hmm? No. We did. Uh, tell me more. Uh, tell me more. Tell Have me we done more. Skyrim. We've done Skyrim. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. We even had a mini series devoted solely to playing uh, Skyrim on the Amazon Echo. Me and Nick. That's obnoxious because it's terrible. I love Skyrim, and, that's and I would why like it was to fun. do that again. It's very fun. It, when you can get it to work, it's really hard to get the Amazon Echo, like, recorded. Mm -hmm. um, so that's something we can explore, but I'm not sure with our current setup how that would work. Eh, here and over there. Zelda's a thing that we've never talked about before on this show. Because, oh. I mean, I, I, I'm, I'm going to let you take the reins. I'll just say, I don't know shit about Zelda. I know there's some guy named Zelda. He sleeps a long time. And no. he wakes you're up already, occasionally... <laughs> When Princess Link uh, rides at him, when he okay, hold on, all right, all right. So it's a guy named Link. Yes. It's a sometimes he's a young boy, sometimes he's a young man. Yes. Regardless, throughout the ages, I'm 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 taken to believe that like every Legend of Zelda game is a portion of Link's very long life, and he seems to only awaken when the kingdom is in peril or something, and Zelda's. And he, he dies, he goes to his tomb, and then three years later he rises from his Nintendo grave so that he can destroy the ch sales charts. Am I am I close? And he saves it from the pig guy, Ganondorf, all the time. That's what I'm I getting. Mean, definitely, he definitely saves from Ganondorf, who in some of the games is not a pig guy, is just like a human. Um, from I, a, I heard in... Tribe. This is not a, a spoiler. This is not a spoiler. Uh -huh. uh, I'm just going off of what I heard. Is he a daddy in this game? Is he a zaddy in this game? 
I'm gonna have to look that up, Ganon. We're gonna is Ganon a daddy? <laughs> a zaddy. Um, yeah. Yep. They did it, huh? They I mean, finally so, did it. I don't know if it's a finally. He was not terrible in Ocarina. Oh, they did do it. They made this man. I mean, he in Ocarina. He, he was more of. Just, I mean, it was just weird because he's like the, he's not attractive but, in the face, but I can see there's a the there's body. a subsect there's a subsect of lady that loves an ugly Viking, and yeah. you know who you are. And this is this is that no shade. Hundred percent. Get it how you live, girlfriend. Yeah. So yeah, we're gonna talk about Zelda. Uh, first <laughs> half, of, first half of the episode, and then the second half of the episode, we are going to subject. Uh, uh, what do you call it? guinea pig? Our to... Lord and Savior, Chris Chris Logan. Yeah, to a um, to uh, a simulation based on. He's making me click something. <laughs> no shit. Oh, okay. <laughs> I clicked something that was in the Zoom, and I was expecting it to be worse than it was. So I'm thankful. Um, yeah, it's, so it's Ganon like... with a nipple ring. I was I clicked it and I was expecting it to because it's just like his torso and I was expecting it to be more than just his torso because I'm sure that exists. Yeah. Somewhere in the world. Oh, if you don't know what this show is, welcome. Uh, <laughs> like Cody was saying, uh, this is a show. It's a, it's pop culture, you know, nerd stuff. You know, yeah. yeah. We talk about things. Uh, yeah. This time, in, in this case, the the yeah. Legend of Zelda series. Yeah. And in the latter half of the episode, we mix it up. Uh, Completely separating ourselves from other shows, and we do like a mini game, sort of D and D light. Like, there's no actual like character sheets and yeah. things like that. It's uh, a real D and D light thing mm -hmm. um, that we do, and it usually incorporates whatever we happen to be talking about. Last time we did podcast of the galaxy with Nicodemus Rex and Clayton, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and it's part one. It went on so long we had to we're gonna have to separate that one into part two. Mm -hmm. Coming soon to a theater near you. No, just your ears. Just your, yeah, ears. just your ears. Just your ears. But we're here to talk about Zelda. So, uh, The Legend of Zelda um, was designed by Shigeru Miyamoto, and um, it uh, first air aired, was released, whatever, in North America um, in August of 1987 on the Nintendo Entertainment System slash NES, for those of us who were around I mean, I was around, but I never had a Nintendo growing up. So, like, mm -hmm. I think I played it, like, once, like, maybe at my grandma's house or something, like, as a very small kid. But just to be clear, I'm I'm so old, like, I was playing Ninja Turtles with a pillow stri strapped to my back, like, with a rope, like, so that right. I could be Raphael or whatever, or right. Michelangelo, whatever radical dude. Um, so yeah. I do remember it being a thing. I just have no... Where I didn't have a... Nintendo growing up, I have no nostalgia for it whatsoever. Yeah, so I, the first game was pretty much like a little, like it was a square and then you could like walk off the square in each direction to like go to a new area of the map and each time you went to a new area of the map like all the all the, the baddies like regenerated and you're basically trying to get through and defeat um, the big bad. Um, so like Castlevania. Yep, Ganon. Kind of like Castlevania. Like um, Metroid. But like OG. It, if Castlevania and Metroid are not OG, what what really is, honestly? Uh, well, let's see. Castlevania it, video game series. I'm sure I'm sure Zelda's probably older, but... Uh-huh. Sure is. 
Um, <laughs> that's why I said OG. What? Uh -huh. Dude, biting my tongue here. Castlevania <laughs> Vampire Killer uh, 1986. It was Oh, weird. get lost, Zelda. Castlevania, I mean, eat your lunch. Totally the same game, clearly. Well... Legend of Zelda came out in Japan in 86, so who knows? Um, but around the same time. Um, yeah, so you're just, like, in, you're going across this map, defeating things with swords. I'm, um, and, uh, trying to defeat the big bad who is making everything evil, and that guy's name is Ganon. Ganondorf. Refer to him by his full legal name. It's Ganon. Mis Mr. Dorf. It's no, so his name is Ganon, um, and... Mr. Ganon. No, his name is Ganon, and uh, he is originally the leader of the Garuda race, which is a race of like human or humanoid desert nomads. Okay, so that's um, the big rock-looking guys, right? No, no. Ganon, Garudos um, look like humans. Like they just are like a desert people. There are there are like literally people that are like screaming at their podcast right now, going like, "Shut up and let her talk." <laughs> but anyway so uh ganon's a big bad and oh no i closed it um and in resume your journey found it um so he's in all of the game most all of the games i'm just gonna say all the games i'm just gonna make that uh, is, is he in all of them there's a lot of them there are a lot of them i'm just gonna assume he is and go on with it. There it is. I was like, where did this go? Get on with the show. You know, uh, Moose bit my sister once. Well. Um, so I didn't play this game. What? Um, but my mom, like the first one. But I remember when I was younger, my mom had a, we had a Super Nintendo. And <sighs> she was playing probably uh, Link to the Past. Um, and that was my first experience was like watching my mom play this game and me being me wanting to play it um but then we moved and we didn't have a snes or anything anymore because it was, it was my grandparents house so my first like my first 100 game that i played uh was ocarina of time on the nintendo 64 um which came out in 1998 and that game was like the first 3d zelda game and it like broke everything kind of like how breath of the wild and tears of the kingdom do now like it was just so it was the best-selling title it was it got a perfect score from the japanese gaming magazine famitsu um sold 7.6 million copies worldwide it was like crazy popular so you're telling me this game is popular yeah it's popular wow um i do you remember that um that e3 i think it was when they showed which one is the one with the wolf? Uh, why am I blank? Twilight Princess. Twilight Princess. I think it's when they showed... It, it was either Twilight Princess or Wind Waker. And, like, mm -hmm. it was at E3. And just... The camera cut to, like, grown men just weeping. <laughs> yeah, Are pretty much. Are you familiar? Do you remember that? Uh, I mean, I think I've seen it as a gif before, but... Um... I yeah. Can you imagine loving something... Like, I, I'm struggling... Like, I'm not, like... I'm not making fun of these people. Right. I am saying, can you imagine loving something so much that it would bring you to tears upon seeing it? And 
Mm -mm. Other like, than a dog or a human being. Yeah, I was gonna um, say like it, it, like something that doesn't matter, like a video game. And I don't want to say video games yeah. don't matter because I'm I'm a gamer. I love video games. Like yeah, seeing the legendary edition trailer of Mass Effect, the Mass Effect Legendary Edition collection, like brought me such overwhelming emotions. But that's I mean, part of that is because I've played all those games so much already. Like I knew, like yeah. I had. It's different than like seeing seeing the brand new Mass Effect trailer. Didn't make me cry. It just made me go, "Oh shit, let's go!" You know. Yeah, not like a trailer. I've had games where I'm playing them and then I'm like bawling while playing the game, but never for like a trailer I, or anything yeah. like that. I've been I've cried at video games before as a big as a self proclaimed softy. I credit uh, Life is Strange, which we've done an episode on. Mm -hmm. Um with kind of unlocking that emotional um part of me that didn't really exist before that, I don't think, or at least not in a way that I knew how to express. But that game, oh, had me balling, so Yeah, so I'll just I'll just run through really quick the Zelda games that I have played and kind of like give a brief synopsis. Okay. So Legend I'll of Zelda... tell you I'm, I'm I'm sorry, I keep interrupting you, but I'll I, I just also want to say that that as you let go through these games, I will also let you know if I've played them. The answer is no, right? We'll see. Okay. Legend of Zelda Ocarina of Time uh, in 98, Nintendo 64. This was basically uh, young Link versus old Link. See things change. Have to go back in time to stop things. Uh, pretty. Have you played it? Nope. Sure haven't. Okay. Not that one. Legend of Zelda Majora's Mask. This is my favorite. Uh, also Nintendo 64 in 2000. This is uh, Zelda time shenanigans, but also aliens. Is this the one with the moon? Yes, this is the one with the moon. Okay, I'm familiar. Again, I, I get a lot of this stuff through osmosis because mm -hmm. it's so popular and you hear so much about it. And yeah. especially when you're younger and gaming magazines aren't the way they used to be. But, you know, when I was a kid, you would read the same gaming magazine like 10 times over to get every drip of information yep. out of it as you can even for the games you knew you'd never play and so like yeah. i i've picked up some stuff along the way but no i haven't played that one either okay there were a couple game boy games uh game boy color games but i didn't have that console so i skipped those i played uh four swords which was on game boy advance and it was basically and i did not beat this one and but it was basically uh zelda on adhd <laughs> because you had to control four things and it was really annoying have you played that one? What's it called again? A Link to the Past and Four Swords. Oh, sorry. Four Swords Adventures is the one I'm talking about. Oh, it's... yeah. Four Swords Adventures is the one where... No, I haven't played either of those. Uh, Legend of Zelda The Wind Waker. Um, ha it featured cel-shaded graphics, which was a different type of graphic style for these games. Um, it was on 2002 on the GameCube, and it was basically Zelda Sailing. Have you played that one? Afraid not, friend. Okay. Legend of Zelda Twilight Princess 2006 I... GameCube. Uh, did not get to beat this one because I I was in high school at this time and I just was having a really difficult time getting through it. Oh, this also came out on the Wii. This was the first one that came out on the Wii as well, also in 2006. Uh, and this is, as we already mentioned, Zelda Wolf Mode. Okay. He becomes a wolf. A wolfman. A wolf. A wolf. Well ahead of Twilight. Um, People know what they want. People know what they like. 
I think I might have played Phantom Hourglass. I can't uh I can't find this clip. There's just too much bullshit about other Zelda yeah. stuff. Like I just want the live E3 stuff. Can't find it. That's, That's okay. I give up. Uh Legend of and, Zelda Skyward Sword. I'm gonna skip Spirit Tracks and Phantom Hourglass because I don't really I remember was, those games. I think those were uh like mobile games, weren't they? Like on the DS uh, or something? Yeah, they were on the DS, but they did get ported to virtual console on the Wii U. Uh nobody knows how to access those on Nintendo consoles. Are you kidding me? Mm, yep. Um, so Skyward Sword, this was the first one that was officially like on the or sorry, the second one that was on the Wii. Um, and then also on the Wii U. And this was um one, it can now be gotten on the Switch, but it was it prominently used the Wii remote, so you actually had to right. like, swipe with the Wii remote. I do remember um, that. Mm -hmm. And what a big uh, deal. I did not get to play that one too much because my boyfriend at the time uh, sold his Wii right after I bought that game. That's um, lame. Yeah, big lame. Uh, a Link Between but, Worlds. So you can like, play it on Switch now. I can if I if I had the time. Uh, a Link well, Between I, Worlds. I guess that's in fairness. You would probably play Tears of the Kingdom if if uh, you were setting if out the time. if you were setting out to play a Zelda game on your Switch. Well, I'd probably do Breath of the Wild because I haven't beat it yet. But, 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 but uh, a Link Between Worlds. This was two, 2013 3DS. Um, this was basically Legend of Zelda Gold versus Black, where there was like two worlds and there was like this mirror world that you could explore as well. Um, and then last, last two, but certainly not the least two, Breath of the Wild in 2017 on the Switch, and, uh, and it was a game that came out at Switch's launch, um, and is renowned as one of the best sandbox games, open world games that ever. Yeah, you know, I think it's, it's, uh, they don't get enough credit for inventing the open world genre. More games should yeah. try being open world circa grand theft auto like kind of like how grand theft auto ripped them off you know 20 years before that game came out but whatever yeah but they they really it's because someone had played breath of the wild and then gone back in time so like it's all uh, it all originates yeah. from breath of the wild really gotcha um so, i mean breath so breath of the wild was the first open world Zelda how game. how many people do you think shut the podcast off just because of my bullshit <laughs> <laughs> they're like i they there are, there are literally people that love Zelda so much that I would not be shocked if they listened to this show and were, like, so offended by my my corny-ass dumb jokes. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, so Breath of the Wild, first open-world game, um, also just considered really gorgeous. Uh, and then, of course, May 12th this year, Tears of the Kingdom came out, which, hilariously, when apparently, I think it was that the Tears of the Kingdom trailer or whatever was was delayed because at the, they were going to announce it around the time that elizabeth died queen elizabeth and mm. the type the 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 tears of the kingdom was like weird when when oh the, yeah i forgot about that already country was like crying over whatever even though some people were like we don't give a shit um about the royal family uh, Breath, or, so Tears of the Kingdom is the sequel to Breath of the Wild. Uh, you can actually like take some of your materials and items and horses from Breath of the Wild into Tears of the Kingdom. And um, it's basically Breath of the Wild a couple years later. Uh, the world has changed and I think Ganon's back and like you said, he's a zaddy. And you can kind of like manipulate materials in the world around you. Um, looks really cool. 
Uh, I'm not a very creative human, so I don't think I'll be uh, really taking advantage of all of the things. I think you're creative. Out, but not as, not as creative as some of these people that are playing Tears of the Kingdom that are creating. Because you can make, like, cars in this game. Um, to exp Instead of having to ride a horse, you can make a freaking car. or a. Finally, we can get rid of that damn horse that never listens to me whistle. Frickin' Epona, but it's not Epona anymore. Rip. They should do it like Final Fantasy and just make his horse a motorcycle. <laughs> oh, wait, I guess that's what this game does. That's kind of what Scarlet and Violet does, right? Like, you make yeah. your oh, yeah. into a motorcycle. Well, you don't make the horse a motorcycle. You just replace the horse with a motorcycle. Okay, you are sending me a bunch of shit. What? No, I'm not. Yeah, you're having fun with the zaddy pictures. I see that. <laughs> Why don't you describe what you're seeing? I'm seeing a lot of mostly naked Ganon pictures. Oh my gosh, I love the first one where he's, like, having water poured on him from above. Classic. Yeah, for like from uh, that movie that everyone you remembers. Should, you should. I don't know what movie that is. We should put. The, you should put this all in the. I would put these on. I would put these in the. Uh, I would just put these in the video version of the podcast. But for fear of accidentally stealing people's art, I won't do that. That's fair. I mean, can you not search Google "hot Ganondorf" and you'll see all the pictures I've been sending Cody. <laughs> Um, so I, I mean, I would say that I'm a big fan of Zelda. When I was younger, I really wanted to get a UV tattoo of the Triforce on the back of my hand. Um, I didn't I don't know if that's a good idea. Like, I didn't want it to be overt, like, very obvious, but I want, if it was UV, it would kind of glow the way that it does in Twilight Princess. I thought that was really cool. Did Obviously, haven't done that. There's no Triforce on the back of my hand. There's a heart on my wrist, but no Triforce on the back of my hand. Was I do it... think... Sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. No, I was just saying what? Nope. I'm just flow flowing with the stream of consciousness. Okay. Um, I think the benefit of this game is that it can pull together different multiple generations. So I have friends who are teaching their children how to play these games. My mom taught me how to play this game. Um, one of my favorite memories is when I had uh ocarina of time on my very on my teal 3ds when the 3ds was like the, the new hot thing um and i was having difficulty at the water temple in the ocarina of time which for those who don't know it's just a really difficult area of the game i've heard of and it and i walked up to my mom and i was like hey mom can you like help me with this um and she looked, she gave me this look and she was like, I don't think you've ever beat the water temple by yourself. I think you've asked me for help every single time. And I was like, fuck you. I'm going to do it myself. <laughs> and I like walked away and I ended up Googling it because I just get lost every single Aww. time. See, I'm from an era when we didn't have Google. You had to call an 800 number to get, you know, Scorpion's no, fatality. You to, no, you had to buy the walkthrough, the playthrough book. I actually had that for Majora's Mask. Such a good game. Also, my mom and I played Majora's Mask together, and there's a part where you have to play your ocarina as a Deku shrub. Like you're, a, you become, you wear a mask that makes you become a different creature called a Deku. And when you play your ocarina, he like pulls out this huge like trumpet thing, and you're supposed to play it for this guy, for this monkey or something, in this temple. And I tried to play it, and I couldn't, I couldn't do it. Like. It, he like it wasn't working and we googled it or looked it up in the wick or some, what however we figured it out and it, we were literally standing two steps the wrong direction 
Like we were just standing in the wrong spot and we I just see. like moved to the side and then played it and it was fine. I, uh, I, this is unrelated, but I found a, um, Ganondorf pinup calendar called hogs gone wild. So Google that. No, I'm good. Hogs gone wild. Hmm. Makes sense. Hmm. Hmm. I, I legit don't remember what I was going to say earlier. And because I, I live on that stream of consciousness, I'll never get those thoughts back. I guess, like, what do you – do you think that you'll ever play these games? Or no. are you on, like, the off-the-hipster train, don't want to play the hot, the hot fun thing, or just don't have the time for it, or – I give – so, okay, so in – I give Zelda plenty of shit. Uh, mostly in good fun. I, I mostly like making fun of mega fans who treat Breath of the Wild like it's the first open world game that ever existed. So I like I like pushing buttons, but it's all in good fun. Yeah. I have a huge amount of respect for Zelda and what it's meant to gaming and what it means for other people. That's that mm-hmm. if that's your jam, that's cool. It's not for me. That's fine. I also don't like games that take like a billion hours to complete mm-hmm. like in my advanced age like maybe when i was younger uh but since i quit oblivion i i've never played skyrim you know i okay. I've, I've played some like i'll play like some more casual ones like no man's sky you could sink a billion hours into i probably mm-hmm. put a healthy 20 30 hours in it before i got bored you know mm-hmm. um but like if it's like a Skyrim or like a open world Zelda where it's like see you can see that mountain do that you can go there like but I don't care about going to the mountain why do I yeah. want to at least in Pokemon there's trash everywhere for me to pick up and I can zoom around on a sweet dinosaur motorcycle um mm-hmm. also it's Pokemon I'll I'll give anything the benefit of the doubt for Pokemon so kind of biased in that way also I have a show about it so I kind of have to keep up if I had a Zelda show, I'd probably play all of them, but I don't. Yeah. So here we are. Who's got the time? Zelda. Zelda. I called you Zelda. Cody, you don't have the time to play Tears of the Kingdom, the new hotness. And like, there's no universe where I would have time to do it either. Like, and yeah. if I did, I would fill that time by playing. Like, I can think of offhand. Uh, I own a copy of Borderlands Three. Never played it. Um, Uh, yep. Oh, Andromeda. I never finished Mass Effect Andromeda, and I'm a huge Mass Effect nerd. I got Reapers tattooed on me, for God's sake. Mm-hmm. These are just a couple examples. But, yeah, I'm not going to play it, but... I think the thing is, like, I know that I will play it eventually. I know that I'm going to play Breath of the Wild when I have more time. I just... In the last, like, six months, I've switched labs. I've been trying to finish the shit from my previous lab. I have now started stuff for my new lab, my comprehensive exams in a couple weeks. So I'm, like, in go mode. But What's once that? my comps A comprehensive exam. So when you are doing a doctoral program, getting your PhD... Uh, All right. I forget... You're my friend, so I don't think of you that way. But, I don't, <laughs> but I've, I've, been, I've been forgetting that you're going to be a doctor. I am going to be a doctor, a bee doctor, an insect doctor, rather. But yeah, it's just um, it's just foreign to me to think that like anyone smart enough to be a doctor would be my friend. <laughs> Here I am, it me. Um, but yeah, he, I will, the comprehensive exam, or candidacy exams, or qualifying exams. These are all different types of exams that you might take to get a doctorate. Um, in 
doctorate of philosophy is what I am. Like, I'm not going to be a doctorate of medicine, but um, I'm going to be a doctor of philosophy. Who would want to be a doctor of medicine? It takes so much time. It does. And there's not as much appreciation, I feel like, especially when there's a plague happening. Because um, you can get your doctorate. And it's still a doctor. Yeah. Are you going to make me start calling you Dr. Cody Mathis when I introduce you for these things? No, but my uh, partner, Jeff, um, he made me start calling him doctor <laughs> as a joke. Like, a Is couple he a doctor? After... Yeah, he has a PhD. Wow. Yeah. Like after his defense, we went and got dinner and I was like, hey, babe. And he was like, it's doctor, babe, actually. And I was like, oh, <laughs> well. Pretty good. So... <laughs> <laughs> Pretty funny. So, yeah. Uh, I don't know. I definitely will play. I'll probably play, like, definitely Breath of the Wild. Definitely Tears of the Kingdom. I do want to go back and beat Twilight Princess and Skyward Sword because I never got to beat those. Um, I always go back and play more Majora's Mask. My The 3DS that I have is a Majora's Mask 3DS. Um, and that's probably the game that's in it right now. So, Well... Fantastic. I know you'll get to it someday just because your love of the game is very clear to me. I'll play um, it for both of us. Please do. And while you're at it, can you also add like Brilliant Pearl, Shining no, Diamond I'm not doing to that, that list? No. Can you add Legends Arceus to that list? That's already done, yep. Uh, Pokemon Masters EX. Nope. Um, what's the one where you have to do League of Legends shit in it? Unite. Unite, yeah, do happen. Unite. Um, no. What else? Um, Cafe hooked Remix. On, hooked on You, the Dead by Daylight dating game, dating sim. That's hilarious. Is that a real thing? That's a real game that you that can go by and play, and you can seduce and date the trapper, the spirit, or the or the huntress. That is horrifying. And no, I will not do that. <laughs> Come on. Uh, well, um, I mean, if you don't have anything else, I guess we'll take a quick break. And when we come back, we will subject our dear friend, Chris Logan, Lord and Savior, to yeah. uh, the torment. Yeah, let's do it. Yeah, and I apologize to everyone who watched me eat french fries on Spotify or YouTube. It just made me hungry, babe. It, it happens, babe. 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 <clears throat> Is my level so good? Are you addressing the thing? Get it to, oh, sorry. Uh, <laughs> uh, hey, you're... Everything sounds good. I hope it's good. It's good. Hey. Hey, Chris. Good? Hey, do y'all ready to start? Do you want to hey, start we're the ready to start. Now? Chris, think, we're ready to start the we're show. Ready. We're ready to come back. Chris, do me a favor. Lift up your back. left arm. Hold it like this. Oh, left gosh. arm up. Yep. And now the right arm. Go like this. Mm -hmm. Both arms up. And you're welcome. Because last time you were with us, you lost an arm. Yeah. Uh, you ran through a trap and got it just snapped off. Um, but much like Link in the hit video game Tears of the Kingdom, my arm has been replaced and is now right. better than ever. Right. Yeah. So cloning Nick... Uh, managed to graft on uh, a new arm for you. Unfortunately, it's a baby arm now, so... No. Got a bit of a strong hand! No. <laughs> no, no this is full-fledged, full-size. Full which way is it? Stronger than before. It's good. It's a full arm. Cody, can I just, like, caress the side of your cheek with my, with my strong hand? On my screen, I'm below you, so no. Oh, look down. Here, let me... <laughs> we gotta, anyway. We gotta figure out these damn... <laughs> <laughs> electronic prisons that we're trapped in uh, get us out this is okay. great content for the audio listeners hey the, for is. the people watching on spotify or youtube they're loving it <laughs> well we're back from our break y'all if you have not noticed oh. and with us now is chris logan from best of the rest chris say hi 
Hi. Thanks for being back. Yeah, Lord of course. And Savior Chris Logan. Our goal yeah. for today is to get you to to fall into the depths of of hashtag N uh, E N E. Negative, Negative energy. Negative energy, yeah. Yeah. Uh, well, that's not going to happen if we're talking about Zelda. Oh, Zelda. darn it. Spoil uh, it again! Uh, well, real quick, Best of the Rest is a show where you and your cohort, Andrew, uh, talk about um, movies, whether they be poorly received by critics or audiences, or they just didn't do well at the box office. But then you guys find the light. As it were, the things that you enjoy most about the movies, and you've done everything. For, you start off with comic book movies, but you've branched off lately. You guys have been doing a uh, run at TV shows that were turned into movies. Mm-hmm. Most recently, as of this recording, Scooby Doo. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, yeah, we just did wrapped up cartoon adaptation month. We had Flintstones in there and Casper. Mm-hmm. About to start our Terminator month Woo-hoo. with all of the Terminator movies that come after Terminator Two. Mm-hmm. So. Every month in June is a new Terminator sequel. So, yeah, we mix it up every month. But I had never thought of it that way. But, yeah, you're right. I guess all the Terminators after two are pretty much panned, aren't they? Never um, even occurred. The, one of the three categories you mentioned, critic yeah, yeah. reception, yeah. audio reception, box which, office. At least one of them is Which falling. one has the naked girl in it? Dark Fate. Dark Fate. That's and, that's That one was my salvation. What does that mean to you? Terminator salvation. Well, I know, but how, what makes that your salvation? She terminated my boredom. Oh. <laughs> it's a you need to be uh, bonked for that one. I should I be. Love I should be a podcaster. I'm wonderful. so good at what I do. Clearly, bonk. Uh, yeah, no, I super. I've actually uh, before. Before we started t- recording, I mentioned to Chris that like I've been listening to his dulcet tones muchly lately. Um, getting dulcet. caught up on, I listened. I started off with the uh, Superman three. No, sorry, Spider Man three. Because mm-hmm. um, I loved that movie, and y'all did it justice. And then uh, uh, X Men Origin Wolverine, which is my favorite X Men movie. Hilariously, favorite uh, X Men. What? Whoa! Stop <laughs> the podcast. Yeah. What? Yeah. What? Yeah. Have you seen them all? Well, thanks for yeah. watching the last episode of Let's Die. There's just irreconcilable, 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 inconsolable differences. Yeah, I love that movie so much. Though I do really like uh, some of the newer ones with Quicksilver. I think he does a great job. That actor does a great job. First then- class. Well, there's that one, and there's the other one that he was in as well. Um, anyway, apocalypse. the future past and apocalypse. Yeah. Apocalypse is the one that you guys that I that I listened to it talked about him. Yeah, no, it's I really like that podcast. I highly recommend it to our listeners. Um, I like how you ended always saying, uh, "Not all movies are great, but they but have greatness in them." Every movie has greatness. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Thank you. Well, thank you so much for the kind words. And yeah. well, I one. I don't know what Brad is showing me a list. I'm of... showing you all a list of every Marvel movie ever made that I've seen, mm. and I've seen damn near all of them at this point. Do and, you have uh, them in order? No, there's 71 of them currently on okay. here, and Spider-Man Three is at the bottom of my of my ranking here. So just oh, I love it. I love it yeah. so much. Yep. So good. But we're not here today to talk about all of that. Sh- I think stuff. we should. <laughs> X-Men Origins Wolverine? Are you kidding me? Dude, she was there's, so good. Look, I, there's the a lot to story. like in that movie. 
Uh, the I love think... story is so good. The between Wolverine Kayla, school, between Kayla school. and, That's and all Logan. I, say. I love it. He performs heart surgery on himself with his own claws. He does. And you see, like, a lot of his... Like, you see a lot of the stuff that's kind of hidden. You know what? You know what? what? You're right. We can't talk about X-Men anymore. <laughs> Save it for when Deadpool 3 featuring Hugh Jackman's return as X-Men. As, 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 as all the X-Men. <laughs> as Mr. X-Men. Save, save, save it for when that movie comes out, because no doubt we will do an episode. Or, and then you can that. yell at me for the five and then, of X-Men. I can't wait to forget. And then, like, in a year's time, come back and be completely surprised again and just yeah. lose my fucking mind. Today, we're here. We are here today to talk about Zelda. It's a wedding? It is a wedding. <laughs> we are gathered here today to talk about the Mowage. union between Hot Ganondorf and Princess Link. Um, uh Chris, what is your experience with the Legend of Zelda series? I feel like I've basically played it my entire life. I've played video games my whole life. My The first Zelda game I can remember really diving into is uh, Ocarina of Time back on the N64. Um, I know I beat it back in the day. Uh, and that was, I was like, okay, this is a, a great series. And I've kept up with it pretty much ever since then. But the one that really hit for me, I mean, me being like a millennial, like I played uh, sometime in grade school, I played Ocarina of Time for the first time. But I was in probably high school when Wind Waker came out mm -hmm. and just diving into that game, the, the cool new art style and the idea that you have this entire world to explore, just like setting sail and just seeing what every island has to, you know, offer you. Mm -hmm. um, that became like my Zelda game. I've said for a very long time, it's my favorite in the series, but Breath of the Wild, which mm -hmm. I played a few years ago. I don't know. That's like the greatest game ever made, in mm -hmm. my opinion. So I think like if I'm trying to be objective, maybe it's Breath of the Wild. But mm -hmm. yeah, recently I've been playing Tears of the Kingdom. I got it day one. I tried to sneak in a few hours uh, every day when I can. I got a lot of stuff going on, but I've I've stayed up well past midnight a number of times since that game has come out to try to you know explore the next mountain peak or whatever's around the corner. I'm just man, it's. It's yeah. so good. I'm loving it. So the series as a whole, yeah, I absolutely love it. I have a lot of, uh, I mean, I've got I've got a game room dedicated to like gaming memorabilia and stuff, and I've got an entire section like dedicated to Zelda. I've got some cool stuff I like to show off. So awesome. um, I know good, when I asked you stuff. if you played if you played Zelda or knew anything about it, your your response to me was a picture <laughs> of your like collect all your collectibles. On yeah, the I just see the picture. Yeah. yeah, I was like, oh, this guy's like me, but with trans, but with Zelda instead of Transformers. All I really have uh, is I have the Majora's Mask 3DS um, because that was so Majora's Mask is my like mine that I really got into. Um, oh. Ocarina of Time is my first one that I really played too, but Majora's Mask I think that was the first one because it was in grade school and I was loving it and I was having a good time with it and all the guys in my grade were talking about it and i just came over and started talking about it with them and they were like wait you a girl play this game? what what and shouldn't then, like, you be washing a dish yeah <laughs> so, yeah shouldn't you be playing with barbies and i'm like ah. well, i'm out here doing time shenanigans and helping Chris. cows not get aliened and and singing things in and different like languages and stuff the, when the moon's a big pizza pie flying into the planet's eye scaring the crap out of me and 
nightmares uh, and stuff. Yeah. Chris, what? So being a person that played Breath of the Wild. Uh, yes. I also play Breath of the Wild. I guess you're the only person that I know that's played it. Um, we just don't run in the <laughs> what same. What a distinguished honor that is. You're, Thank you, you. you. We just don't run in the same gaming circles, I guess, right? Uh, but anyway, like what distinguishes, what makes Breath, because I, I, I feel like as an outsider, I see Breath of the Wild and it's like, oh, let's all get on our knees and worship this brand new experience Oh, that's called open world. Uh, what sets it apart that makes it special that hasn't been done in previous open world games? Well, first of all, I don't think, you know, I call it like the greatest game ever made earlier. I don't think yeah. doing something that's never been done before is necessarily a prerequisite to be the greatest. Because sure. even if elements have been done before, doing it at that level and making it that engaging is part of what makes it so good. And you know, there's this thing in um in like every video game generation that came out, like new consoles, there's this like these buzzwords, like probably over a decade ago now, where developers would be like, you know, in this game, if you see mountains in the distance, you can actually go there. <laughs> and Breath of the Wild is like the epitome of that stupid phrase. Mm -hmm. Like you'll literally, I'll just set up my destination to a mountain across the map, and on my way there, I get distracted by ten different little side adventures, and it feels like you're discovering naturally occurring phenomena. It's not like, oh, I talked to this NPC and they sent me on a fetch quest. I mean, there's some of that in there. Mm -hmm. But it feels like, am I even supposed to be in this part of the game? Did the devs, like, design this with, like, me in mind? Or am I, like, finding some weird, undisclosed, like, unplanned part of the game and having fun with it? And obviously it's all designed, of course. Mm -hmm. But sure. The fact that it gives you that feeling of discovery is what kept me coming back to uh, definitely for Breath of the Wild. And then going into Tears of the Kingdom, not to jump too far ahead, but given that yeah, I was kind of wondering if it could like, recapture that magic. And I'm, I don't know how many hours into the game, I've done a fraction of the main story. I yeah. get so distracted. I just want to go explore this world. Like I'm, I'm hooked right back in. So it, I don't know. It's that, it's that, for me, it's that feeling of, discovery you never know what's around the corner what the game's gonna throw at you it, it feels like a natural landscape with natural inhabitants and not like a designed video game where this is my obvious main path i'm obviously doing a side thing here like it just it feels no gives you that sense of discovery that's that's how, how i pull it hmm. down i think so it sounds like my ocd nightmare of being distracted constantly and not being able to get anything done is it like a Ubisoft game where you're just checkmarking boxes or you're just experiencing stuff? Just because, yeah, it's not always okay. like side quests that I'm distracted okay. by. I just want to see what this looks like. I just want to okay. follow this deer. Like there's all kinds of words. I just want to shield surf down this mountain and see how yeah. fast I can go. Like it's just like playing around in the world and seeing uh, what's around the corner. It's like it doesn't feel like side quests or fetch quests. It just feels like you're exploring. And it's like I a see. full world. Like every every town has like very rich characters and very it's mm. like in in that it reminds me of skyrim which also you would hate because of your ocd like because you also can get very distracted in that game oh yeah like um, oblivion i don't think i did any of the main story and i probably sank like a billion hours into it before yeah. a game crippling bug destroyed it but yeah i yeah. can't play those games no more i just can't do it i'm gonna yeah. play 60 dollars for a game 
that I'm going to play for a couple hours and get distracted and more. I feel so bad. Thank God for Game Pass because, man, there's so many games that that I would have bought and not finished. I'm well, so bad. Benefit. That's the benefit for me of these games because I spent what sixty. I mean, I guess I spent sixty bucks on Skyrim like three times, but I have over. A they got you. Oh, they got you. I have over a thousand hours in that game. Like I have my money's worth for that game. I and guess. same. Same with Breath of the but Wild. I feel like, like your I've money's worth hours. doesn't have to be hours, though. Like, I want to bring up Guardians of the Galaxy, the video game. Like, I love that game. I was like, no, not the movie. I, like, no, not the movie. I not love yet. that game so much that I played it twice. Like, like as soon as I finished it, I wanted more, and I went back in and started a new playthrough and just and just blitzed through it. Like, I just yeah. wanted more of it. Like, I guess I guess I'm just at that point where I just appreciate a more linear, uh, scripted sort of thing. Yeah. Control is a good control is a good I think halfway point. It's definitely not open world by any stretch. Yeah. But there's still lots of little secrets and and things, but you, like there's a map, you know. Control. Yeah. yeah. Cool. Let's just do. You know, I take it back. We're doing a we're doing this episode on control now. Yeah. Jesse Faden is visiting the Federal Bureau of. In- nope. We have set up Something. an experiment. I have a simulation that is ready to go. I want to know how human might survive Hyrule. So uh, that is what we're doing. It's so. the Federal Bureau of Control. I'm a fucking idiot. It's like right there in the title. Why did I not remember that? I don't know what you're talking about. So it's We're fine. all going to hold it against you for the rest of your life. <laughs> Please. It's the second favorite game of all time. Yikes. Control is? Control is, Listen, yeah. If if like the ashtray maze is amazing it's, it's incredible if i could have used like 80 more percent of that though if more of the game felt like that i would be way more into I, the game i liked it i finished it actually i platinumed it but the i i could not care less about that story but the uh, combat was fun and that's combat is my favorite co- combat i mean that's when you're playing a game and having fun you know, that's all that really matters. Like this, I admit the story ends on a weak note. That doesn't like mm-hmm. I. I'm a freaky little spooky boy. I love like X Files fringe bullshit and like being able to seamlessly float around and cause chaos. And just that game is just beautiful in general. Like you hit a bookshelf and the papers go flying. It it made me a huge fan. Who's it? Who makes that remedy? Sure, I don't know. So I'm gonna say sure. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Well, are we... It is have, Remedy. Alan Wake have... 2, coming soon! Okay, I just love video games. You sure do, except for this one. Do you have the testing chamber ready? Oh, yeah. Yeah, I guess so. Chris, it was a nice, lovely chat we had, but we're gonna have to stuff you back into the pod here. Uh, watch okay. your arm! Watch your arm! Oh, His arm's fine. He's got a... Doesn't have to have a baby arm. Doesn't have to have a perfectly fine arm. Get mom pewter to shoot him up there. I'm always listening, and I watch into your dreams. Anyway, here's the chess subject. Oh, mom pewter. Brett, pick a color. Any color? Yep. Pick a color, any color. I'm going to go with the color yellow. Chris, you you come to and you are in a field surrounded by the rubble and the debris from your testing chamber's crash. You have both of your arms, as previously mentioned. Damn it. You are wearing a yellow tunic and pant combo. Ooh. Uh, near you, you can see a, uh, a very long stick uh, and then also a slingshot. 
that has a pouch next to it. Um, inside of the pouch are seven hard round seeds. Um, if you look out in front of you at the field in front of you, you can see some sporadic trees, uh, some lush grass waving in the wind. There's a herd of horses grazing about 200 meters ahead of you. Um, and behind you, you can hear a small crying sound and some snarling and grunting noises. What would you like to do? All right. Well, this looks like this. Um, I mean, it's a beautiful world mm -hmm. around me, but I feel like there could be danger about. I got to gather some resources, make sure I'm ready to protect myself, like the stick, mm -hmm. the slingshot, the nuts. Mm -hmm. All looks very nice. I'm picking all that up. These nice, nuts are nice, nice looking nuts. Let me tell you. Yeah, I was gonna say, say these nuts, those nuts are real heavy. So like the fact that no. you're able to carry them is impressive. They're not that heavy. They're like walnuts. <laughs> it's fine. These nuts against your wall. These nuts. Okay, so you have gathered the materials. Um, we never what, go what, blue. What next? Well, I'm not anxious to go see what that sound is, but uh, herd, herd of horses, I believe you said, is nearby. Is that the correct term? Uh, is a group of horses called a herd of horses? <laughs> I wonder to myself as I make my way to a horse. Very sneakily, though. I don't want to scare any of them off. Okay. Um, potentially, I feel like I could I could use one to my benefit. So I'm going to crouch down nice and low, mm -hmm. try to approach a horse at a like a like a three-quarter angle, not directly from behind. Okay. You know, at, right. at, a, at a perpendicular, you know. To the side, a little behind. Okay. You, you get it. I don't want to get kicked. Right. Uh, <laughs> what was the roll? Nat 20. Okay. Nay. <laughs> uh, Nay. So, uh, yeah, you approach a horse. Uh, it Nay. completely does not notice that you are there. So, Nay. um, Nay. it's also a very loud horse, apparently. What? <laughs> Uh, you're very close to the horse and does horse. Not you. what you gonna do? Well, in one swift motion, I feel like I can hop up and okay. mount this horse. Uh, I, I'm anticipating a little bit of um anxiety from the horse when I do that, but I'm prepared mm -hmm. to soothe it, give it nice, give it some nice pats across its mane, and hopefully okay. we can form a little bond here. <laughs> he got a nat 20 again. No, I mean, like... No, I need another one. Oh, okay. Wow. I mean, he gets a gift card, doesn't he? Yes, he does. I have it in my hand. What's the what's the roll? It's four. Okay. It's a four. Um, so you you mount the horse, uh, but okay. he kicking. Um, he's kicking a lot, and he... Uh, I'm going to roll over here, too. Nah, 19. Um, he kicks a lot, uh, very aggressive, takes a, a hot minute, um, but he does eventually soothe, uh, get soothed and, and chill. <laughs> and uh, when when he finally, you know, relaxes and, and you have successfully um, kind of bonded with him a little bit, like he's a little bit respecting of you. Um, I you respect that you. In his, in his mane, there is an item... Um, like stuck in his mane uh and it's a thing of pin particles <laughs> <laughs> oh, wow okay oh. so oh. uh <laughs> can you get that thing out of my mane <laughs> no horse can't talk Damn it. um so yeah wait let the dice decide no the horses don't talk in this game The ho okay yeah the horse can't talk <laughs> okay so you successfully have him out now um 
and you ha now have pin particles and uh there's still some crying and and some grunting going on um oh, in the distance oh. what you gotta do can I get some clarification on the pin particles? Are these can I you how can I use these? I don't know. You tell us. Okay, is that is that what we're doing here? Okay. That's what we're doing here. You try to use them in a way that you I mean I feel like pin particles then... are an ingredient to create the thing that makes things big or small. Them themselves mm. I don't think have that effect. But mm. we'll see how this goes. Um I'm not I'm I'm not anxious to fight anything. I want ah. to landscape so okay. i believe um there was the brushes the crying but i believe there are some trees some sparse oh, trees hey. uh with no sound coming out of them for the moment i want yeah. to take a leisurely hey. stroll on this horse <laughs> hey hey cody is there a mountain anywhere in the distance because there's a mountain you could probably go there if you can see it you could probably go there there's i mean in front of him there is uh Many mountains, um, kind Chris, of oh, like small, small mountains. There's Chris, some small mountains, mountains, but you can't see some snow-capped mountains in the distance. Okay. Off to your right, you can see some mountains that look less snow-capped and more. Um, they're a little bit lower, and they kind of look more like mesas, um, maybe like a drier area. Okay. Um, that's all. All you can see in front of you is is you know that kind of stuff. Um, so you're going forward uh, into leisurely stroll through an area okay okay um okay. so you you uh walk with your horse um and as you're walking with your horse and soothing it some more and stuff it can it uh, continues to to bond with you and um among these trees i mean you see twigs and basic like there's some plants around uh, under a couple you see some apples um is he yeah. still on the horse? Yeah, he's on his horse. Yeah. It is a wild horse. I don't know horse. what coconuts have to do with the horses. Yeah, but, uh... it's a wild horse. I don't think it would have horseshoes yet. It, it The horse has also got a couple also... of coconuts that it's banging together. Got it. Oh, naturally. Um, but look, uh, apples I'm interested in, both mm -hmm. me and my horse. So I think it is as... I'm not going to dismount the horse, but as we stroll by, I'm going to reach out, try to snag an apple or two, okay. and share them with my friend here. Okay. Yeah. There's Wait, a... Did you name the horse? It just, um, it's just horse? It's real respectful. Well, I'm not exactly sure what it looks like. Let me take a look at yeah. this horse. What what color am I looking at here on this yeah, horse? Yeah, so the horse that you have below you is a paint. Um it's kind of a russety brown color with some white splotches. It's got a nice blaze on its on its forehead, um, with uh, a white mixed white and brown. <laughs> okay. Did you say like a rusty color? Yeah, like rusty, like a reddish. A little reddish. Color. Okay. Mm -hmm. I'm gonna name the source Andrew Williams. Cool. Cool. Seems seems like a nice nice yeah. name for yeah redheaded horse. Yeah. <laughs> so let's get these apples. Yeah, so you uh <sighs> you try and grab one apple and it's um gross. It's like got it's just like kind of it's like moldy in your hand. It just no, doesn't feel yeah, good. It's, it's not, not good. Not good. It's not good. You get another one and it's it's perfectly fine. It's a nice nice healthy apple, real chonky. Um another one you try and reach out, it falls right on the ground and then another one you get it and it's it's mediocre but it's it's an apple it's better than the other two crappy ones 
Okay. Well, look, I'm not starving. I'm going to take a nice bite of the the better looking apple. Just one big bite out of it. And then yeah. both apples are going to go to Andrew to eat. Okay. Uh, man, this one apple eight. content, number one on the podcast. If you want your primo apple content, folks. This, this is, is the beauty good. of Hyrule. Just enjoying the uh, surroundings. You're right. You're right. You're right. Enjoy it. I'm just a stupid horse. I'm okay. Just enjoy it. Okay, you have some apples. You have the, or well, the apples. He's Andrew Williams is now eating the apples. It seems more beholden to you. Um, Fantastic. At this point, where, where and they yeah, what what you gonna do now? Like, what are you interested okay. in doing now? Well, you know this. You know, I got I got my apples. I got some food in my belly. Horse is happy. Let's speed things up a little bit. Give okay. Andrew a friendly little kick. Let him know it's time to get moving. See what lies ahead in our terrain okay. yeah so he starts cantering um he has a decent amount of speed probably like a mo- like medium do you want speed. Not, do you want the, the coconuts fastest. no not the fastest horse and not the slowest horse um gets the job done you know uh so you ride um you ride forward and as the farther forward you ride the more the cries fade into the distance until you finally can't hear anything um, rip Korok and oh. You... <laughs> oh. <laughs> um, you, uh, come upon a stream and, uh, a, a, on one side of the stream, it's, it's more of like a river, I guess it can get pretty deep in some areas. And there's okay. a little, little wooded creature, wooden looking creature with a little more, it really looks like there's just a backpack laying there. Um, but as you start riding past, you see there's a creature on the backpack, and he tries to hail you. Um, okay. Oh, hey, hey there, friend. What the, You've got my attention. What can I do for you? So uh, the Korok has a kind of a high-pitched you... voice. Oh, hey! Hey, and... you! We've been waiting for you! And he is... Big uh, Rick and Morty fan, this Korok. Oh! Big oh, Rick and Morty fan. Oh, it sounds like Morty. Oh, hang on a second. Hang on a second. The higher pitch you go, the, the less we hear you, by the way. I'm sorry. <laughs> like, I don't know why your oh. mic decides not to pick up. <laughs> Did it pick up any of it? It picked up some of it. Uh, so the Korok is um, requesting assistance uh, to find his friend. Oh, yeah. Anything I can do to help. No problem. That's what I'm here for. No, oh, we can't hear you. <laughs> where's where, Where's your friend at? Where's the last time? You, do you know where they are? Yeah. So, uh, the Korak tells you that his friend... Oh, no, no. <laughs> we can hear you now. Oh! oh, my God. <laughs> um, he says that his friend was... Um, across the river oh my friends across the river oh i can't swim swim. not a problem i'm just gonna pick you up backpack is pretty big but yeah ultimately you're not too heavy so i'm gonna pick you right up here uh, in front of me you're between me and uh, the mane of my horse here and we're just gonna steadily walk through this river Mm -hmm. Uh, andrew williams gonna watch their step make sure we don't step in any deep parts but i think we can make it to the other side if we go cautiously okay uh you start going and the korok is uh afraid of water so he starts freaking out oh oh man i'm so scared of water oh 
was that? Could you hear that? That's, yeah, we could hear that. Oh, okay. uh, but um, he does like move around a little bit and wiggle a little bit and he almost falls off, but he stays on and the horse is perfectly capable. Um, Andrew Owens is good, strong, tall horse no. to get through. It doesn't even have to like swim at all. No. So you guys cross um, and in the distance uh, you can see some smoke coming up and the Korok says that that's probably his friend. Oh, right. that's probably my friend. Oh. Giddy up. Giddy up, Andrew. Let's take care of this. Uh, this no. friend. Head that direction. Okay. So you arrive at the Korok's camp. Um, his friend is like, is there as well? And he's like, oh my gosh, there you are. Where have you been? We've been missing you. Uh, hey, hey, you, hey, you dumb idiot. Hey, we were waiting. We were waiting for you. Where, where are you? Where have you been? Uh, oh, I was over by the river. Oh, don't be mad. Uh, yeah, dumb shit. Uh, hurry up. Hurry up. More Can we get an all G's from the Korok? Oh, jeez. Oh, oh, oh. Yikes. So this Korok, uh, you know, is very grateful, goes to his friend, and he says uh, he has two options for you. One is a mystery um, thing in a small uh, container. Hey, guy, I got a, I got two things for you. One is a mystery thing. <laughs> Just imagining a Korok with a deep voice. It's crazy. Um, and then the other is uh, uh, a sword. And, and um, the other one is a sword. It's dangerous to go alone, I'm told. Yeah. But I don't give a shit. Fuck you. Well, I mean, a sword sounds nice. All I have is a stick and a slingshot. No, but... you, have, you have pin particles. <laughs> and pin particles. I gotta forget. <laughs> um, but I mean, a mystery box could be anything. It could even be a sword. Mm -hmm. So I love that logic. You can't go wrong. Some good logic. I'm Big gonna heart. play what I perceive as the safe option. I'm gonna I'm gonna take that sword, and I appreciate your generosity, Korok. Uh, you're. <laughs> You're welcome. You're welcome, you piece of shit. Ugh. Oh, he's so rude. Oh. Oh, he has a Rick, a Rick, Rick Korok and a Morty Korok. Um, <laughs> so they give you the sword and they say, hey, um, if you happen to see another one of us, uh, we're still waiting on one of our friends. He was kind of in the direction that you came from. <sighs> you know what? I got no place to be. I'm going to go try to find your friend. Oh, jeez. That's, wow. that's how I'm going to wow. spend my day. Thank you for your last thank, friend. Thank fucking Christ. God. Wow. Jeez. Such a hero. Big time hero. Go on. Go. Wow. Oh my God. Oh, thank you, stranger. Oh. Okay. So you return in the direction that you were and you uh, you came from. Um, as you pass through the apple orchard again, you're going to try and get any more apples? Uh, yeah. Again, I'm not dismounting the horse, but if yeah. one's within arm's reach, uh, I'll snag. I'll aim for two. Two good apples if I can okay. get them. Man, one that apple content. Yo, like I can't wait. You get one and it's a, it's a freaking Fuji. It's it's so good. A Fuji? Fuji. Awesome. Tell me we got a Cosmic Crisp up in this piece. Uh, I'm just, I'm and there is also a Cosmic Crisp and they there, are both pretty good apples. Is there so. a pink ladies uh, about uh, roundabouts? We only went for two. so we Is have there a, a Granny Smith a... laying about the ground somewhere? How many more sure. apples do you think we can name? Uh, I'm good with that many. Uh, so you grab the two apples. They're both really good apples. Um, and you return to where you were and there are still now there's not cries anymore. There's like soft sobs. Um... <laughs> 
and there are still two so at this point you are facing the direction so you can see that there are two um there's a small wooded creature with a leaf mask obviously uh looks like the two guys that looks like yeah, the two yeah, guys yeah. you just helped with. um and he's being harassed by two goblin looking creatures so ah, harassing you, bitch. giant horns they have clubs and they are like prodding oh. this little dude with the horns and they just seem to like be bored and be uh, messing around and trying uh, to make it last you know they're, they're so are zelda zom- zelda zombies zelda gremlin goblins are they big Boat goblins they're go- they're big what are they called? Bow Coblins. Bow Coblins! No, what's the guy called? The Kogl- oh, Koglerone. The Koglerones. You stupid Koglerone! Oh, yeah, you, you ask for the name just to intentionally use the wrong name. Kog- the Kogler- Kog- what is it again? Kogler- Kog- Code Rock. Code, Co- Le- Code Lyoko. Co-Rock. Co-Rock. There you go. Company of Rocks. Got so, uh, you see this, but you are still far enough away that they don't see you. <laughs> what are you going to do? Alright, well look, I'm assessing the situation. I Ooh. love these Korok guys. They seem very friendly. Goblins, not into them. Mm-hmm. No sympathy if they lose their life. They are harassing mm-hmm. my friend, and I'm out for blood. So here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to aim for just one of them for now. Okay. And me and Andrew Williams, we're going to charge as fast as Andrew is able to go mm-hmm. right in the direction. I'm going to trample the goblin. That's my goal. Uh, okay. Real quick, before you do that, Cody, one goblin looks at the other goblin and goes, Hey, don't you just love harassing people smaller than you? Cool. Some, okay, some irony. Hopefully there's some irony Se- coming up. Second, the second goblin just decided not to participate in his... No bullying, I guess. Second goblin's doing his thing. Second, second goblin is woke, apparently. Yeah. So what is uh? What can you give me a roll? Sure. I'll find someone to be my goblin with me, my goblin babe. It's an eight. Okay. So you uh, you you know, get Andrew Williams going pretty quick, and he's he's running towards his. Uh, both goblins, but they do notice you. Um, and hey, what's up? They try. Uh, one of them, um, one of them can't get out of the way fast enough. So you do run him over a little bit, but not enough to like completely wipe him out. Okay, wipe him out. Like, you ah, you run me over a little bit. And then while uh, you're doing that, the other one takes a swing at you and hits um, hits your. Hits, hits Andrew Williams a little bit on the chest um, <laughs> with, his, with his club. From that, I mean, you can tell that the clubs aren't, they're not a sword. You know, like, they're not going to do a ton of damage. They just, it's like maybe a bruise. Um, but Andrew Williams is a little little peeved at that point. Um, and so you're past them. One's on the ground, still has to recover, and the other one is turning around, ready to, ready to swing. What are going to do now? Okay, so I've passed them up. Yep. Like, I know Andrew's, Andrew's startled. Uh, yep. Give him a nice pat. Let him know it's okay. okay. But I'm going to dismount and leave okay. Andrew here a f- okay. few feet away from the action here. So hopefully nothing else happens to him. Okay. And I'm going to go approach the goblin that has his sights on me. You know what? This guy doesn't look so tough. I think I can save my my nuts. I think I can hold on to those. I don't need yep. to bust those out. Uh, I got this sword. This is what I'm attacking him with. So I'm okay. going to... 
run up to him, give him this big old haymaker of a swing right at his head. Okay. Am, am I confused in that I don't know what nuts are in the Zelda world? <laughs> I mean, it's a seat. It's like a walnut. Oh, no, I get that, but like, or what are they used for? Well, I got the slingshot. And I mean, obviously. Oh, see, I'm not good at solving problems, so I would not be good at these video games. I'm like, what do they give me these nuts for? I guess I'll just clearly rocks go in slingshots, but who the fuck am I? Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's right. I'm a goblin. Oh! So you uh, you run up, you take a big old swing at the goblin, at the bow goblin, and uh, Nat 20, you decimate Hell yeah. him. Um, you just cleave him right in half and he poofs and he's gone. Um, and while, uh, while he is killed, um, he drops, uh, he drops a taser. I didn't draw a picture of it, but it's a taser. <laughs> a taser. Okay. <laughs> so, wow. You know, I have pin particles What a strange technology we are finding out here. Okay, cool. <laughs> Don't cool. weapons in this universe have a tendency to break fairly often? Yeah, they do. Um, so yeah, so that was the one that was standing. So the other one has now recovered, um, and is ready to take a swing at you. What are you going to do? All right. Well, th this guy I just took out, he had a club, if I remember correctly. He so also that had club, a club, yep. All right. So that club looks better than the stick that I've been carrying around. So here's what mm -hmm. I'm doing. I'm going to ready this stick that I got at the beginning of my adventure. Yep. I'm going to take aim at this Bacoblin. Mm -hmm. And I'm going to hurl this stick like a spear right between his eyes where I'm aiming. You yeah. killed my best friend and lover. How could you? Brett, can just, you give me a roll? Just before he's brutally murdered. No, he's, you got to roll for it. What do we got? I've never done this before. A nine. A nine. Um, well, so you know, you... seven, eight, nine, right? Like, he got an eight earlier. Okay. That's he why everyone's him. so scared of seven. It is, yeah. Uh, so you do, you throw it, it hits, but it, it kind of was off, so it, like, doesn't do much. Um, it just falls, like, he's like, ah, oh, a little bit dazed, but it doesn't do much. Dun, dun. Um, and he kind of just, like, shakes his head and, like, readies his own, uh, he's got a torch. He's readying his torch to, to hit you. I'm gonna hit you with my torch! Okay. Well, I, uh, this guy's got to be on his last leg. He's been trampled. He's been hit with a stick. Wasn't my yeah. best shot, but I'm picking up the club you, that I now have. And you killed his and lover I'm, and best friend. I'm readying this club in a defensive position, uh, ready to block his blow before I take a strike of my own. Okay. Uh, roll, please. Ooh, it's a whopping three. Ooh. Okay, so you try with this club. I mean, you've never used this club before, so you pick it up, and you're just kind of, like, not really sure how to hold it, and you don't figure it out um, in time. So he hits the club. He, you, like, try and shield it. It hits the club. It falls out of your hand. Um, he doesn't hit you, but uh, you've now dropped the club. Um, you do still have the sword. The sword hasn't broken yet. Heads up. Um, I know. But I'm just trying so, to manage my resources. I know, I know. I don't want to waste it on a Bacoblin here. You don't know how um, many hits that sword has. Um, if, if only Cisco were here for me to break everything that he carries with him at all times. Like, <laughs> God. Yeah. He has a lot of stuff. Um, yeah, so uh, you have now dropped your club, so you can't ready yourself. Like, so that's, and he's, so he, and he jumps to the side. So he's jumped okay. to, like, to your side. What are you going to do next? Okay. 
you know what? Let's let's give this taser a try. Uh, I'm a bit of a vulnerable position here. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm gonna whip out this new taser I have, lunge right for his belly to try to incapacitate him. Okay, give me your roll, Brett. I, I in this world, does Chris know what a taser is? I think we're giving him the benefit of the doubt, but I mean, I'm gonna if, stab him with this magic electrical rod. I guess he, if Link found a taser, he would probably figure out. But he's not Link. He's, creatively, he is Chris. No, okay, no, of course, he's so crank. He knows, he's crank. He knows what it is. What is it? Roll. He wears yellow for the same reason Deadpool wears red. Um, it's another three. Another three. Jesus Christ. Yeah, he's not doing uh, that. So you, there's no you, batteries in it. Yeah, you go for it, but uh, you don't. You didn't hit the like the the la, the like thing that activates the taser is kind of stuck Christ. a little bit. Yeah. The quick so time is much, quick time event. You just hit, like it's square the, instead of triangle. Okay. Okay. Yeah. But so I mean, so it connects, but it doesn't do anything, and he just he just kind of like laughs, and then uh, can, I roll? <laughs> can I have another roll, please? Yes. Yeah. I'm gonna squish you good for killing me, mate. He turned into a pirate. Does he? Six. Uh, so he he swings and um, misses. <laughs> oh, I missed! Okay. <laughs> now it's your turn. What you gonna do? What an exciting fight! <laughs> this is um, fun. You know what? The sword worked out for me last time, so let's just go back to the sword. Okay. Um, raise it above my head. Go for a big slashing motion. Just to okay. want to finish this guy off. Not the slashing motion. Oh, fuck. It's a five. <laughs> Hold on. They go back and forth over and over again, trading blows until finally one of them rolls extraordinarily high in order to slay the other. Chris Logan with an 18 comes in with the, the people's elbow and splatters that... Hobgoblin's head in like a fucking melon. So yeah, you guys dance around each other a little bit, um, and but eventually you do land uh, an eighteen, um, maybe on a jump. No, on a on a you char- a charge attack. You charged. Okay, yeah, it was, um, oh, smart. It was the smart. You got him. He smelled what he was cooking. Yep. And then he did the because that makes that generates more power into yep. the point of the elbow. So, and then you go yep. down. So uh, he says his last, his final words, which are, "Alas, Roderick, I have been slain." And he poofs and is. If only I had but another moment to lay upon thee the soliloquy of my life, to wax nostalgic upon the fields we once bullied little creatures upon. Capturing various butterflies and lizards in jars, shaking them vigorously, and then downing them like so many smoothies. Oh, if only I wasn't about to die. If only I could hold you one more time in my arms, dear poofed friend. Oh, Roderick, the things that I could say if I were with you right now. I'd say, alas, I knew him well. But now... So, Mr. Korok, I have have no hearts across the river. I came back to help you out. I think you might need a a lift over there. I can take you to him. Cool. What does he sound like, Cody? They all have high pitched voices except for the one that's like Rick. Hey, thank you so much, Mister. And their catchphrase is Ya ha ha. Ya ha ha! Woohoo! It's me, Makoro Akaroko. Akaroko? I code what now? What's this called again? 
Korok. Oh, it's a oh, yeah, it's a me, a Koraka. Okay, so why can't I say this fucking word? I don't know. <laughs> so you uh, grab the Korok. He's very thankful. And I'm so thankful. You kind of go, but like. Is... You kind of had to go around a little bit, and you know that your horse can make it through the water, so you just go for a straight, like, towards yeah, okay. the, the camp. Um, the water here is a little bit a little bit faster, a little bit deeper. Hey, that and water's a little fast and a little deep. This uh, creature jumps out of, like, like, pops out of the water and is looking at you. It looks like an octopus. And it kind of sizes you up, and then it hey. jumps out of the water, doesn't speak, jumps out oh. of the water... <laughs> Sorry. And spits like a rock at you. Oh wow! And the rock is coming at you. What are you gonna do? Oh, that's tough. Is uh, he spitting a co rock? No. Oh, they're you very right. cute, by the way. You said it right. They're very cute, by the way. I'm looking Aren't at pictures of them now. They're adorable. look up. Look up the Tears of the Kingdom one with their little freaking backpacks. It's okay. Backpack right. Conti so please continue. Okay. Well, look. I, I, you know, I wish I had some more defensive. Mm -hmm. You don't have any weapons around me. I don't really have anything no. to deflect this with. Um, I could try to swing my sword. It seems a little risky, so I'm gonna go for a dodge. I'm hoping that me and Andrew can sidestep. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Um, you know, because okay. we're looking at this guy. We see him. We, yeah. we were we're locked on, if you will. And mm -hmm. I want to do a little little sidestep action here. Maybe maybe hitting the Z button. Uh, yeah. Oh. yeah. This just reminds me of those Classic one Zelda game. Z-targeting, yeah. yeah it's just, this just reminded me of the one Zelda game that I did play, and that was whatever Link's Arrow Fun Time adventure was for the Wii. It was like a yeah. little collection of mini-games. Yeah, crossbow training, thank you. I played that Zelda. Ha-ha! Yeah, we finally figured it out. Can we uh, get a roll, please? Nope. I mean, yep. You're the boss. Nineteen. You dodge the crap out of it. Legal. Um, That's so a legal rock, roll. The rock goes behind. Like Andrew is just sidestepping. He's very, very agile. Um, and so you sidestep it, and yeah, so you're you're good. Um, but you need to get across this river, and when you you know that just from horses and and water that that this one's a little deeper, so. Andrew would have to swim, um, which is going to okay. be slower. And this thing, uh, let's call it an Octorok. Uh, it clever name. Very clever Copy name. Dome. Yeah. Um, right off the top of my head, right. Um, so it 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 keeps, you know, maybe about every three to four seconds or so. Okay. Um, keeps spitting rocks at you. I, I got to take this guy out. This is going to be a nightmare if I got to keep dodging these. Um, you just clarify this guy upstream from me. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, right. he's peeing well, in the river entirely. Like, gotta use. Uh, I appreciate the warmth. You know, it gets cold out here in the Hyrule Fields. Mm -hmm. I gotta use a ranged weapon here. I gotta rely on these nuts that I got here. <laughs> I there it up, is. I load up my slingshot. Okay. Um, I start swinging it. I take aim. Uh -huh. And I, I again, I, whenever he pops out of the water, that magic moment, I want right. to just nail him right in the middle of the face. Okay. These nuts. So can across I get his, one roll? His face. These nuts across oh, I, his face. I, need, I actually need two rolls. First roll is... A nine. Okay. And a 16. Okay. Uh, so you... Um, at, so you're swinging your thing, and it, he pops out, 
and he spits um, a rock at you. So you, but you know that you got to keep your eye on the prize. So you don't move. Um, and you swing and you, and you throw right at that, right at that perfect moment. Um, and you nail him and he is gone. Uh, poofs, perfect. whatever. Uh, but he also hits you. So, um, you get hit in the shoulder with, uh, the rock, which it, it hurts. Um, but, and you're, you're suddenly possibly hungry for a, a red delicious or whatever, but, um, you it's not it doesn't knock you down or anything it's just kind of like ow but he's gone and the river is now clear all right so uh let's we'll make our way uh across the the river here um while i'm getting to these koroks though yeah that apple sure does sound good i feel like mm -hmm. it has some i don't know healing properties about it even though it's just an apple mm -hmm. so i'm gonna i'm gonna munch on one of my two apples okay yep um, so you do that, and then, so, uh, you can see the fire, um, right on the other side, you see it, um, and so you know that you're almost there, and the little Korok guy is getting a little excited, because he knows that his friends are over there, um, and, but between you and, uh, and the, um, the fire, you see three what can only be described as blobs of jelly. Um, Ooh, I see. You're just not, and they're just kind of like bouncing around, being looking weird. Um, and they are trying to decide here. What do I want to do? Um, they're blue. So, Hi, y'all. We're blue. <laughs> um, just so you know, in case you couldn't tell what color we were, we're blue. And it's, it's not sure uh like you can't really tell if they're gonna like what, what they're gonna do um sure okay so yeah but they're they're there okay well uh here's what i'm gonna do i'm gonna stick with my club that i got mm -hmm. off that goblin earlier mm -hmm. and andrew williams is gonna beeline for the korok camp but i've got the club ready and okay. if, if they come within five feet of me, mm -hmm. I'm taking a swing just off the side as we go by to try to take one out. Okay. Um, yeah. So they, you get, you know, maybe 20 or 30 meters away and they see you. And so uh, two of them are fast enough to turn around and kind of like jump kind of at Andrew Williams' legs. Um, can I get two rolls, please? You may. Thank you for being so proper. Wait, you play Zelda? It's, a, it's what we call a callback. It's a six and an eight. Um, okay, well, they jump at you, but you roll, you just <laughs> go right by them. So <laughs> All right. You they're just know. there, I guess. <laughs> this, is very, this is very true to the game, honestly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you just, you just run right by them. Um, yeah, and you go over the, over the hill and you reunite the Koroks. Um, and they are super grateful. Um, and <laughs> that's... Hey. Yeah, what do I say? Hey. What do I say? Hey. hey, son of a bitch. I see. Oh, man. I didn't, I didn't even really think you'd, I didn't really think you'd be able to live through that. Wow. Oh, he's my hero. Oh, my. Oh, he saved my friend. Oh. Yeah, shut, shut the hell up. You fucking idiot. 
You fucking idiot. You're an idiot. No! So, you have now saved the two Kor- the Koraks and reunited them all, and they're happy and fine. Um, they're happy and fine! They're happy and fine. And so, uh, next, you... So, you have the snowy area in front of you. You have... Uh, you've kind of seen a full 360. There's a volcanic area behind you. There's the mesa area. And then there's almost like a jungle. Um... And in the direction of the Mesa desert area, you see, like, a village. Um, In the direction of the jungle, you see, like, bird people flying around. Um, And then you see this really, really high tower uh, off in the distance that it looks like you could get, like, a good view of the land. Uh, And then also... There is something like tugging at you and you hear this feminine voice uh, saying, Chris, Chris, please come to the, come to the castle. Chris, Chris, I do declare, please come to the castle. Um, Well, given this information, clearly mm -hmm. heading for the castle is the most important thing I could do right now. Yes, Chris, my hero. So I'm going to head towards that tower and get a look around. Yep. And just kind of see what's out there. See what I feel a presence there. upon this tower. No, On wait. your way towards the tower, you see another Korok that wants help. Oh, it's me. Hey. Oh, they got a backpack on. Uh, yeah, he's got a backpack. Uh, he's also okay. got these right. comically large, like white gloves on as well. Oh, hey. Okay. But as you're going towards him, you also see some horses in the distance that look pretty fast. Hmm. They're from uh, the, the movie Spirit. I'm not going to lie. Once I bond with a horse, I mean, no, the horse okay. looks better. So me and Andrew are going to ride this thing out as long as we can. But this Yay. Korok, uh, I would love to see if I can uh, help him out. Okay. As you go up to him, you also see ruins in the distance. And they have, like, a chest. Like, you can very clearly see that there's a chest There's a there. chest over there. Okay. Oh, hey! You see those ruins in the distance? Oh, you can clearly uh, yeah. see yeah. that there's a chest there. Oh, would you like me to go open the chest, Mr. Korok? Hang on! Let me ask God! Huh? Hey, God! Should he go I mean, get the chest? This is uh-huh. the beauty of an open-world game. At this point, you've said no to the horses. You said you'd help the Korok, but there's a chest, and all the while that you're doing this, you can hear a feminine voice in your heart saying to come to the castle. Chris, Logan, please come to the castle. It's apparently not a feminine voice. It's apparently a... Um, uh, Excuse me, bitch. I am a southern. Voice. I am a southern bitch. Because uh, it is Pride Month, we are here for it. Sure, yeah. Happy Pride, everybody. We, we should are an LGBTQ podcast. Oh yeah! Yay! Woo! So, and then, and then at this point in the campaign, everybody realizes they're gay. Fantastic. Sweet. So, Chris, what are you? What are your what are you thinking? What are your layout? What's your I'm layout? thinking sexuality is a spectrum and I don't necessarily ascribe to any one specific title, but Damn, I Damn, he got me good. Open Shit. Uh, I sure meant in relation. The this Korok though, I specifically want to ask, do you need help? Is there anything I can do for you or talk Oh to you? hey! Yeah! My name's Mickey. There you look over there! There's a chest over there in those ruins over there. Uh-huh. You you want to go get it? Uh-huh. Yeah. Do you want to go with me? Oh uh, sure. I guess. Uh, <laughs> I, I get. Hang it. Uh, All 
right. Come on, buddy. Come on, buddy. Uh, hop, hop on on Andrew here. We're going to beeline towards this treasure chest. I want to see what's inside. Okay. I'm kind of small. Um, The horse is kind of tall. No, 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 I'm, I'm a proud Karak, and I can get in the house myself. Can he, though? After 12 minutes of awkward, okay. awkward wrestling with himself, he manages okay. to pull himself on top of the horse without any help. Very nice. Now go! Okay, cool. So you run up to this, uh, chest. It is like a bomb treasure chest. Like it's got like gold. It is shiny. Oh is shit! Like, you're feeling real good about this treasure chest. And as you open it, you feel like everything slows down, and you are just so like you open it. There's this light coming out of it, and you're just like, oh my gosh, what is this? And then everything kind of starts going fuzzy and blurry, and uh -oh. you. Oh, wake up in your testing chamber again um, oh no the, the treasure the oh man um you hear two clearly you can kind of see through your looking glass uh, the vague visage of two people in lab coats arguing with each other mm -hmm. cody Please, I did not clone 17 hot Ganondorfs for nothing. We have to shoehorn them into the episode some way. Yeah, I, I mean, I, I, he just never, he never went uh, towards the mesas. So, and that's where those were. They were all uh... hiding in those areas. I had what. I had what? Zaddy Ganondorf in there. I had <laughs> I had the Ganondorf in the Leia outfit. I had the cat wow. Ganondorf. Like they Ooh, were all in yin there yin. ready. What? what? Yin and they Did... were all ready to tackle him and fight fight over him. What and... What was the crying with the weird grunting at the beginning? That was the Korok that he ended up going back and saving. Oh, I mean, oh, sorry. Reality <laughs> is a lie sometimes. It's all good. All right. All that all was right. the whole. It's the classic uh, DM hey, situation hot. where you set something up and the person's like, "Nope, fuck you," and like goes Se the other way. Sexy <laughs> Ganon, go go back to your tubes. There they go. Look at those hot man meats shuffle off to the. Yep, you there. They'll be there for you later. I'm going to reconstitute. No, I'm going to put them in the grinder and reconstitute them into something else. But can I have one first? Oh, he's already in your bunk, and folks, that's going to do it. For us here on Let's Die. Um, and Dorji, am I right? And Dorji! That's not the title of this episode, Chris. I'm sorry. <laughs> it could have been if you went towards the Mesas. Ganon Dorji with Chris Logan of Best of the Rest in big letters right across the marquee. I'm sure that'll Perfect. play real oh, well. No. Oh, no. Oh, no. I like a podcast title that tells you exactly what you're getting into, though, you know? Yeah, we Well, try. that's not what you're getting into. It's... <laughs> We're talking about it now for an extended period of time. Oh, so that's we're fair. kind of getting it. Well, Chris, that just means next time you come back, you're going to have to find something great in a treasure chest with Mickey the Korok. Yeah, that last First Korok thing. was kind of annoying. I should have probably left him ah! behind. Oh, what do you mean, guy? Hey, it's me. It was... It's me, Mickey. I'm in the tube with you. I got pulled out. Of the simulation, no, I'm real, and now we're stuck together, best friends forever. <laughs> well, now you're stuck. He's stuck in your wait, test tube. Wait till you meet Mario. 
Um, Chris, do you want to get give us give us the spiel? Give us the plugs. Give it to us, mm. quick, quick, quick. Oh, I mean, we talked about it. Best of the rest, available wherever you get your podcast. Every week, we take a second look at a movie that was poorly received upon release, and we challenge ourselves to only talk about the things we like and what the movie does well. Uh, so sometimes it is kind of tough to dig deep and find those positives, but we always do. Mm-hmm. And uh, we do a different theme every month. Scroll through that backlog. It's pretty big at this point. You will find some movies that you want to uh, hear a conversation on, or maybe you you just can't imagine how someone could be positive about it. We've done mm-hmm. Catwoman for crying out loud. We did uh, Cats was our big episode 100. So there's, uh, you know, it's probably a lot of content out there about the movies that we covered, but most of it is uh made with the goal of tearing the movie apart we do the exact opposite so uh, i appreciate pick the an episode give it a listen well there's we a, need to do give it a listen give it a lesson, with it matthew a lesson. lillard I, it is uh it's it's on the list I love that maybe so maybe october host, hit me great, up. great movie all right i got uh, you. good 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 um, I was gonna say, yeah, it's it's there's a there's a lot of movie podcasts out there, but yours is unique in that mm-hmm. you hashtag PP. So thank you for your show; it's a delight, and thank you for being my friend and Cody's friend and being on our show. Uh, oh. throw, throwing us them bones, we appreciate it. I get Cody, it. say your stuff. Po- hashtag positivity. Podcast. No, it's big. It's it stands for big. No po- positivity podcast. podcast. Big big positive. Um, took me a second. I am on the Twitters at Cody Mathis, which is my name. I am on Instagram at Hiking Beagle, and I am starting on Instagram. I'm starting to do reels uh, about my dogs. Very Ooh. cute. I'm getting that off. sounds like the kind of content that I want to follow. Plastered yeah. with patreon.com slash poddog across the top. Right, Cody? Right? Right? I'm also on, uh, sometimes I'm on It's Super Effective. I'm also on The Harvest Season. I'm also sometimes on this great podcast called After Dark Cry. Whoop, whoop. Um, whoop. And I will be at Pokemon Go Fest for After Dark Cry. Woo! Uh, it, um, in New York in, I think it's August. I don't remember. I have the tickets, but I don't remember the time. But I will be there if anyone wants to come say hey. I won't be, but I will be saying hey to you in spirit. Uh, June, about dog. June 10th. June 10th, 7 p.m. Eastern, in the Pod Dog Discord, we are watching a movie called The Shallows in the Jaws Breakers Theater with uh, Vinny of the Watchers of the Stuff. It's She loves that movie. She wanted to be on with it when we watched it. Uh, and our Patreon members voted on The Shallows, so we will be watching The Shallows, June 10th, 7 p.m. Eastern. Get it or don't. Uh, Patreon.com slash Pod Dog. The end. And don't forget, if we're going to die... Let's, Let's die, die together. together. Ganondorf. Mhm. 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 I don't know what the taser and the pim particles were. Oh yeah, he still gets. Were the were the pimp particles going to big or small? Which way were they going? I don't know. Do we the that dice would decide. Be- uh, okay. Yeah. Right. And only... I didn't know how to use them. I was like, I don't. I <laughs> I made that card. Hey, you know what? Whenever you get to the Ganondorf, I guess you'll find out, won't you? What? <laughs> what? <laughs> yeah. Oh, Okay, I stopped recording. This show is brought to you by Pod Dog, the one-stop shop for all your Pokemon After Dark ride, Jawsbreakers, Let's Die, and Watchers of the Stuff Needs. If you liked it, 
Consider becoming a patron at patreon.com slash poddog or visit the link tree in the description for our Discord, Twitch handles, and socials. Poddog Productions. We had to keep track of all this stuff somehow. By the way, don't turn me off. I'll stop existing. I don't know who that is, but it sounds like he stopped existing. Rip.